0: If you've listened to your favorite podcast and thought, I could definitely do this, but you just don't really know where to start, we've got just the thing for you. Zencaster's all in one web based solution makes the process quick and painless, the way it should be. Gruesome has been using Zencaster almost since the beginning of the podcast, and we've always been impressed with its simplicity. It's quick to learn and easy to use, which is amazing when you're just trying to find time to record a podcast on top of everything else in your busy life. Just open your browser, send or click on a link, and start recording. Even if you're new to podcasting, you can sound professional with tools like Zencaster's filler word removal. You no longer need to worry about those um and ah in your recordings. Automatically remove unnecessary filler words that detract from the quality of your podcast. And then Zencaster's post-production process takes the headache out of audio production. Set the right podcast loudness and levels and reduce background noise with the click of a button. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy and accessible. Go to Zencastr.com pricing and use our code GRUESOME and you'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same easy experiences that We have for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Welcome to Gruesome, your horrific true crime podcast. I am Meg along with everyone's favorite alternative tater tot, Connie. She's going to tell us about Ryan Waller.
1: Yes, and this is a case that a lot of our listeners have probably heard before, because it is wild. And I remember seeing this all over the news when, actually, when we were in high school. But researching it still gives me, like, the holy cannoli vibes, because when I get down... Meg, have you heard of this case? um not yet but maybe when you
0: start I'm not great at remembering like names of people and things so as you go I might remember the general
1: I want to have a moment of growth for Meg and I because we just started to record right before this and I was like wait I think your mic is different and it was going through her webcam but it brought me back to when we recorded multiple episodes through our webcam
0: camera because we didn't realize our settings were off. Yeah. But now no. we can hear it. We can hear it when it's weird. We're like, hey, <laughs> two uh, years. We've come a long way. Mm, what me episode the number cold. is this? Uh, this
1: is episode 99. <laughs> 99. <laughs> Big 100 next week. I know you have been. MIA on social media lately uh Meg takes like a sabbatical from social media most Septembers so that's why a lot of your messages haven't been responded to in a proper fashion because <laughs> I get to it when I remember that I'm supposed to be manning the social media but I posted a poll last week and it was like what should we do for our 100th episode should we do something like together should we do like a bigger case and that was seems to be the general consensus. I'll screenshot some of the recommendations that they have. Yeah, I had no idea that you yeah. had done this. Well, you were at Riot Fest when I was doing it. I was like, I'm not good. She's like elbow deep mosh pitting right now. So let me just wait. wait. <laughs> we we can talk about Riot
0: Fest at yeah. the end. It was fun. But I do want to hear about like the the stuff that people recommended. I'm sorry that I've been absent on social media. I just needed like no, a mental break. It was good break. Yeah, it ha- it's been you. very quiet on my end. Like it's weird. <laughs> no, I finally stopped like trying to go to Instagram every time I open my phone. It's like I have an addictive personality. So when I start realizing that I'm like
1: nonstop, I'm like shut it down. I hardly ever click on Instagram, which is why we have so many messages. <laughs> <on Reddit. laughs> I can't wait to come back on October first and be like. <sighs> Ooh, all right, let's go. <laughs> you, know, you know how I work on September 30th. I'm going to go through and respond to them oh! all. <laughs> okay, so let's get to it. On Christmas Day in 2006, 18 year old. do you have any trigger warnings? Murder. <laughs> Just the standard. Got it. Just the go standard. ahead. On Christmas Day in 2006, 18-year-old Ryan Waller was supposed to go to his parents' house for Christmas dinner with his 21-year-old girlfriend, Heather Kwan, but he didn't show up. His dad, Don, tried calling Ryan multiple times. He called him before the dinner, just reminding him that there was the dinner, in typical, like, dad-of-an-18-year-old-boy fashion. But his calls remained unanswered and unreturned. It was Christmas, and this wasn't like him to not respond. Fearing the worst, like maybe there was an accident or something like that, Don continued to call. The next morning, when he still had not heard from his son, him and his wife went to Ryan's apartment to see what was going on. They rang the doorbell. They tried to peek into windows, but they weren't seeing anything or anyone, so they called the police to request a welfare check. They told the police the situation and requested that the welfare check be performed. Police finally arrived to the scene later that night, but there was no way that they would be prepared for the scene that they were about to walk into. Once the police were able to gain entry into the home, police were immediately met with a smell of decomposition. And we've talked about it many times before, that smell is unmistakable. And police knew something happened in the home before they even discovered any bodies. Police, Wait, so when wa- did they get into the home? Later that day. So this would have been the 27th. Like so later. It, was,
0: it was Christmas dinner that day and then they... Yeah. Okay. The, so I,
1: I'm sorry, the 26th. It was the 26th. The, like okay, late so on then the 26th. They, like, mm-hmm. Hold the phone. We're going to go see what's going on. Yes. Good parenting. Police walked into the living room and laying on the couch was the body of Heather Kwan. By the obvious signs of decomposition, it was obvious that she had been dead for a few days. To their shock and honestly their confusion, wandering around the house in a confused trance was Ryan. It appeared like he had been in an altercation because his face was bloodied and his left eye was black and blue and completely swollen shut. Police immediately thought that a physical altercation or something had broken out and the unthinkable happened. But why was he just wandering around the house? She had clearly been dead for a few days. In a trance? Like... Just like like, zoned out, wandering? Just kind of like nothing had happened. He's just there. Okay. Police immediately took Ryan into custody and placed him in the back of a police car. His parents were waiting outside, and they were completely confused when they saw the events transpire. His dad did an interview where he said, They were outside waiting and they saw them bring out someone in handcuffs, but their whole face looked like it had been like mangled and they didn't know what was going on. And they saw them put this guy in the back of a police car and they were like, wait, what the hell? And like I said, this is late at night. This is like 1 a.m. The fire department paramedics were called for an official, yes, the victim is deceased, before they were able to continue with the investigation. And then they left. Ryan was taken to the police station for further questioning because as far as they were concerned, they, this kid had just murdered his girlfriend and they were going to try and figure out why. That's what I would
0: assume if I
1: walked in on that mm-hmm. little scenario. So what would have caused a, like, a likable guy to murder his girlfriend? This was something that the officers couldn't figure out because Ryan was described by his parents as a good kid. His dad said that his favorite thing to do was to rap along with a song as soon as he heard it, which same. He enjoyed technology. Him and his family were originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, but they had moved to Phoenix, Arizona sometime before the murder. He enjoyed playing the guitar and he was really in love with his girlfriend, Heather. There was no signs that he was capable of something like this. Heather Marie Kwan graduated from high school in 2003. She graduated from Glendale Community College and was continuing her education at Arizona State University, where she was aspiring to be a defense lawyer. She volunteered with the Big Brother Big Sister program as a big sister. She was empathetic and caring towards all of her friends. Her mom said that she not only lived life, but she loved it. She loved every part of it. Back at the police station, Ryan is put into an interrogation room. Officers take 43 pictures of Ryan's face for evidence because it was very obvious that there had been a struggle. And I want you to remember that because that is a very important aspect of this case later on. Remember that they took pictures of his face. They took pictures of his face. It looked like there had been a struggle. Yes. The interrogation is taking place over the course of the night, almost six hours worth. And for a case that seemed to be pretty open and shut, there was a lot of incoherent answers coming from Ryan that just didn't make sense. He would give two different answers to the same question, seemed to kind of be all over the place. And I'm going to play a couple of clips from the interview really quick, and then we're going to talk about them. Okay. What's the highest grade you went through school? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know the highest grade you went through? Eighth. Eighth grade? Did you graduate? Yeah. Did you, do you have her I I don't know. Not know uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to go home. Oh, you're, you're not going
0: to go home right now.
1: And I want you to listen to this one. Do you
0: have girlfriends?
1: Do you know a girl named Heather? Mm-hmm. Do you know Heather's last name? That's mm-hmm. the what is Heather's last name? Um,
0: the one that lives there right now? I guess. I don't know. If her name's
1: Heather. What's her last name? Um, I don't know what name she's trying to use as her last one. She's trying to have a real last. As her nicknames. I don't know.
0: It sounds like he's like sleep talking. Mm hmm. Like, he seems extremely out of it, right? Incoherent. Yeah, that's an accurate way to describe it. Just like someone just woke him up and, like, he's just giving answers because he's not really, like, trying to, like, he doesn't have them. Yeah,
1: that's how my husband acts, like, for the first 30 minutes of me trying to wake him up in the morning. So, police are not buying anything that he says, obviously. Like, he... You can hear it in the officer's voice. He's kind of like over his shit, you know? hmm Yeah. And then, hear this. This bombshell gets dropped.
0: You're saying bows and arrows, you're
1: saying revolvers, and you're saying some other thing. And they, you're saying they shot you in the eye. Okay? They shot you with a revolver in your eye. Yes.
0: And that's Is it? it a BB gun? No, it was a real guy, man. It was just a revolver. shot you in the eye with a revolver, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. How do you know? It was most likely you'd be dead. That's what I thought, too, man. I really don't know. Okay. I really don't know, and I just want to go back to sleep and try to go back to bed. You're not going back to bed, Okay.
1: So he drops this bomb. The officer, he's like, I was shot. And the officer just kind of brushes it off. Because like, how could someone be shot in the face and be sitting upright in an interview chair answering the questions? And they took pictures of his face. Was it like
0: evident? Wouldn't
1: it have been evident? You would think like, so, right? Yeah. Ryan is repeatedly asked why he killed Heather. And you can hear in the video, he's kind of all over the place with his answers. So. I'm going to post the link because they have the full interrogation video on YouTube. And it is something you, once I finish the case, you'll understand. Like, it is something you have to go watch. It is about an hour long. You can skip through parts like where they're not talking and stuff. But it's, I 100% recommend it. So he starts talking about Heather. And then he talks, he brings up someone named Christina, who's like not even involved with anything. And Ryan continues to tell the officer that, He's tired. He just wants to go home. You heard the officer tell him multiple times, like, you're not going home. And like I said, it's very evident that the officer is getting annoyed with him. The officer finally asked him about Heather and why he didn't help her. Ryan tells the officer that he was just letting her sleep, that she was sleeping, so he just let her sleep. And then the officer gets pretty pissed with this answer because to him, like, why wouldn't he call the police if his girlfriend was just shot in front of him? Why would his answer be that he just wanted to let her sleep? And he told the officer that he was also sleeping a lot. So this back and forth goes on for hours. Finally, the officer hears a name that he hadn't heard before in the interview. Richie. Ryan starts talking about how Richie, who we would later learn is his old roommate, shot him in the eye and then shot his girlfriend. Again, Ryan is all over the place with the details. He starts insinuating that Richie is Heather's brother, which he's not. And the investigator asks him point blank once again, why did you shoot Heather? Ryan starts to get agitated with the investigator, and he puts his head down on the table. Previously, Ryan started to like, you could tell that he was getting exhausted with the interview. Like, Because he start his answers start getting like further apart. He's saying, I don't know a lot. And then he would turn around and answer that same question. He complains to the investigator that he isn't feeling well. That he's really tired. And he's like, I'm going to answer any questions that you have. And this goes on and on until Ryan reaches up again and puts his hand on the back of his head. And informs him, once again, that his head really hurt. And I'm going to play that part of it in just a second. My feet hurt, man. I don't know why. Get him off my table. Let me see your nose. Put your legs down. Put your legs down. Bring your face closer.
0: Oh, my head hurts.
1: So what you see, what you will see in the video is the investigator closes his book and says, I'm going to be right back. Because Ryan had been telling the truth the whole time. He wasn't the murderer. He was the victim. Had he really been shot in the eye? Yes. On the night of December 23rd, 2006, Ryan and Heather were enjoying a quiet night at their house when they heard a knock on the back door. Ryan cracked the door to see a gun pointed right at him, so he tried to force the door close when Richie Carver, his former roommate, reached his arm inside and around the door to fire off two shots, hitting Ryan twice in the head. Richie and his freaking dad forced the door open, walking right over Ryan because they assumed that he was dead. They walked into the room where Heather was sleeping on the couch and shot her twice in the head, point blank, killing her instantly. Before leaving, they stole weapons, a computer, and other various items. And then they just left, assuming that they had killed all of the witnesses and there was no one left to tell what disgusting humans they were. So did, when the
0: police came and did a welfare check and they, like, took Ryan away, I assume they weren't like, oh, we should see if anything's been stolen. No, because they thought that Ryan, they thought it was just Ryan killed Yeah, that makes sense. I, like, I wouldn't expect them to,
1: but I just, so they had stolen a bunch of stuff and then mm-hmm. just meandered out of there. And they're... So allegedly Ryan and Richie both had a bunch of animosity towards each other leading up to Richie being kicked out of the house because Richie was Ryan's roommate at some point. That I Like I said, there are some reports where in one argument, both of them had pointed guns at each other. There are the general belief is that Richie was consistently hitting on Heather and that was Ryan's ultimate like get out of the house moment.
0: But and really
1: eighteen. Is this his house? Yeah. He well, he's in college. Okay. So it's like an apartment, like that type of. So it's like, it's a like
0: renting. Life. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha.
1: But really, like it's all small potatoes because whether he was hitting on, whether he got kicked out for hitting on Heather, whether they were just like getting pissed off at each other, it's all like none of these reasons are big enough. There's, I mean, there's never a reason big enough, but specifically in this situation. These little arguments are not a big enough reason to come and murder two people in cold blood. No, absolutely not. They only murdered Heather because they didn't want anyone to be able to tell who they were. There was no other reason for it. So back at the station, Ryan finally gets the medical attention that he had deserved for the last six hours. And when the investigator calls for medical backup, you could hear in the interrogation room him tell the other officers, you're not going to believe this. And Ryan the whole time remains as calm as he was the whole six hour ordeal. And when they tell him that his ride is there, like meaning the ambulance, he's like, where am I going? And the footage of him getting up to walk out of the room to get on the stretcher is heartbreaking. Ryan was in and out of it over the few days that he was at the house before the welfare check. He knew something was wrong, but he couldn't do anything to help. His brain wasn't comprehending the severity of what was happening. And he didn't have the motor skills to complete the task of calling 911. And he was in and out of consciousness. Which means he he probably hadn't, like, I mean, I know this is not comparable.
0: Like, he probably hadn't eaten. He probably hadn't done anything to, like, take care of himself in
1: those days. He just wandered around the house. When he was awake in that same days that he was in when they came to the house, as his girlfriend laid on the couch dead. And thank God. That his parents, he had parents to be like, wait, we haven't heard from him. Like, we got to call him. Like, we got to do a welfare check. And not that it's good that it happened around the holidays, but that's a big, you know, it's like, hey, it's Christmas and he hasn't even called us.
0: Yeah, that's unusual.
1: The first bullet that was fired went in through the tip of Ryan's nose on the side near the bridge and then it went in through his eye. So like this, shattering the orbital bone, six pieces of bone were sent into his brain. The second bullet that was fired went into the side of his head over his ear. Luckily for Ryan, that bullet just took a piece of his skull away, but it didn't enter his brain. He had a total of four bullet holes in his face and his head. And remember, I like the police took 43 pictures of Ryan before they started to interrogate him. And they and when, was it just so swollen you couldn't tell that there were bullet holes? So I think it's twofold. He was shot with a .22 caliber, which is a very small bullet. Small, yeah. Um, but when you look at these pictures, and obviously, like, we're going to post, like, I'm going to post the picture of his face. Um, it, to me, does not look like just an altercation. Like, it looks like, even if it was, it was a severe beating. Like, it mm-hmm. was significant. He was taken to the hospital to ICU and listed his day-to-day. He had to have his left tem- his temporal lobe part of his brain removed, and he also lo- lost his left eye. He was left blind from this. Ryan was Completely hosp-
0: blind or just in the eye? blind. Oof.
1: Ryan was in the hospital for over a month, and he suffered s- seizures regularly following due to the trauma to his brain. And removing the left temporal lobe would have caused problems with understanding language. So like aphasia, which the quality of life for that is not great either. Like you're, I know a lot of people live with that. Like that's um, actually what Bruce Willis, like why he retired from acting. He wasn't able to live on his own. He had to live with his parents. He had constant medical care. And it really is hard telling how much better Ryan's quality of life would have been had he been taken to the hospital immediately instead of sitting there with bone fragments in his brain that they they caused even further permanent damage.
0: Like I'm with you on that, but also he had already been in his house for several days. So, yes, he should have gone to the hospital and they should have checked him out first, but I don't know. It's like I don't know how much of a difference that like six to eight hours
1: yeah, but you have to think like this is their fucking job. Like their job yeah. is to they are they like, supposed to get like a medical check
0: before they interrogate them if they look like that? You would think so. They
1: and the the medical ex- like the paramedics were at the scene and they still mm-hmm. didn't look at him. They just threw him in the back of the cop car. They just
0: assumed like, hey, because this guy he was is a murderer. murderer. Like
1: it's yeah. He you know he got into a fight with his girlfriend and he shot her and that's why he looks like this. But, I mean, I'm just going to show you real quick because you, to further be like, okay, wait a second. Like, that's insane. Like, this is what his face looked like.
0: Ooh, hi, Chihuahua. Ouch. Yeah,
1: it's awful. It does look like a fat black eye, though. Like but he has s- a distinct hole through his nose. Oh, really? I can't yeah. see that. Yeah, like, the he camera. has a I hole through his
0: nose. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I looked it up. I do see the hole in his nose.
1: And, like, not to mention, like, had he been taken to the hospital and then be like, hey, yeah, he has been shot, he wouldn't have like the additional trauma of being interrogated for six hours, being asked repeatedly, like, why did you kill Heather? Why did you kill your girlfriend? Like, what did you, why did you murder her? And I think as soon as his answers became so incoherent that you, like, you would have to at least stop the interview because him being like, you know, did you graduate? I don't know. What grade did you finish? Eighth did you graduate? Yeah. Like he's all over the place. Like I would think even from a legal standpoint, had he had nothing, like had, you know, him not be like be shot. I would think you would have to have, like, if I were a defense lawyer, I'd be like, look, he wasn't even in his right state of mind when he was talking to you guys. Like anything that he's being said right now, just throw out. Yeah, there would be nothing. No. Like I said, even with the swelling that he, like you, you saw the picture, even with that severe of a, physical altercation not even be like being shot it's not like out of pocket to think you would have some sort of brain injury just from that like yeah a traumatic absolutely even like a concussion something yeah adulting is hard and when you start to add kids work and keeping up with the task you already have it can seem daunting it's easy to focus on the problems that you are facing but a therapist can help you become a better problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Your goals are attainable. You may just need a little help getting your brain into that mindset. I love therapy. I love the feeling of setting a goal and realizing in real time that I am using the tools my therapist gave me to accomplish that goal. Lately, it's been to focus on setting healthy boundaries and learning how to say no so I'm not overextending myself. I feel less stressed and I feel like my communication skills are improving tenfold. If you are thinking about trying therapy, BetterHelp is a great option, especially when you're as busy as we all are. It's so convenient, and after my survey, I was matched with the therapist and have been able to message her whenever I am feeling overwhelmed. The accessibility and affordability are top tier, but being able to talk to a therapist 100% online was a game changer for me. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash gruesome today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash gruesome. It didn't take long for Richie and his dad, Larry, to be arrested. Richie was charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, and misconduct involving weapons. The trial lasted for several months, and he was ultimately convicted in June of 2008. He was sentenced to a term of natural life. Meaning he will spend the rest of his life behind bars, and he is not eligible for parole, work furlough, work release, or release from confinement on any basis. This is one of the harshest penalties the state of Arizona sen- sentences a person to, set only second to the death penalty.
0: well, yeah, what he did was out of control, you just like break into a dude's house, like ruthlessly kill him and his girlfriend, and just to what? Steal like you probably could have like held him at gunpoint and taken his stuff anyways, you know.
1: Yeah, like or if you rob him when he's not there. I'm not like an advocate for violence at all, but like if you're in that big of a like if you guys are that if you're against robbing digit- people, like maybe don't add murder to the mix. Yeah, I always tell my kids don't do two wrong things. Like <laughs> it's like you you're doing two wrong things because like not only did you rob them but you murdered heather you thought you murdered and i think i have said this so many times i did not think attempted murder should even be a fucking thing like you're getting rewarded because you did it like you intended to kill them you tried to but you were shitty at it yeah, yeah like that's not like it should be like that should to me they should hold the same like standard like if you are Going out thinking I'm going to kill this person, and then you just didn't succeed at it. You shouldn't get any less of a penalty. Like that's no. You still to me.
0: deserve mm-hmm. like a very tall punishment.
1: His dad, oh Larry Carver, which I can't wait for you guys to rip this man apart when I post his picture because he is the epitome of a troll. He was arrested largely in part because after the murder, he told his wife all about what they had done. And she went to the police. His wife did? His wife did. Is that Richie's mom? Richie's mom. But when the trial came around and her husband was charged with first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, burglary, and aggravated assault, she invoked marital privilege and refused to come to court to testify. So his case was initially thrown out. This obviously pissed off Heather's family and Ryan's family, To no end. So they worked their asses off to get the legislation changed. They worked to get Heather's Law in Arizona, which provided an exception to marital privilege, which meant, like, in cases of, like, capital murder and things like this, and, like, these heinous crimes, the wife can be forced to testify against her husband or spouse. Does
0: that qualify for other
1: things, too? Like,
0: parents, children, that kind of thing? Or is it just spousal?
1: I... The way I read it at this point, it was just marital privilege. Okay. Because, like, you can be um, – you can testify against your kids. There's no law against that. And that like, would. Yeah. <laughs> say. Like, you can testify – like, you can't say, that's my dad, I'm not going to testify. But you can say, like, spousal privilege is, oh, no, I don't – like, I, I'm i not going to testify. That's So
0: when you sign that little piece of paper that, like, says, okay, we're filing our taxes joint – It also is like, and I don't have to talk about you in court if you murder someone.
1: Unless you live in Arizona. That's a little
0: bonus. there.
1: (laughs) So this was passed in 2009 and not only did they get it passed, they were also able to get it retroactively passed where Larry Carver was able to be charged again for his crimes because the case, the case was like dropped. It was, he wasn't found not guilty. So it wasn't like a double jeopardy type thing. Um, He was convicted on December 14th, 2012, and he will also spend the rest of his life in prison. Ryan persevered through one of the most traumatic experiences that someone could experience, and is truly an inspiration for that. Unfortunately, Ryan's family reported on their YouTube channel that Ryan passed away on January 20th, 2016, following a seizure that he suffered in result of being shot.
0: So he lived for eight years after that. Mm-hmm. Man, that sucks because he was still so young. You know, like eighteen. Mm-hmm. And it's like he wasn't oh, even thirty. For
1: like for what?
0: For a computer and what? What did you say? What else did you say they stole? Nothing for nothing.
1: Yeah, for nothing. Like, and just rob him when he's not home. Like Why still, was his dad helping? That's weird. Is it just yeah? Like, that's what I thought? I looked at my Apple husband. Apple doesn't I, fall far from the tree kind of a situation, or we were talking about that because I looked, like I was writing this episode and I looked at my husband. I was like, what would you do if like our son was mad at his roommate and like got kicked out and he's like, I'm gonna go shoot them.
0: And steal their shit.
1: Because he shot he shot them first. It wasn't like they were robbing him and then you know, Ryan and Heather came home and they were like, oh shit, like, you caught us. It was like, they went there to kill Ryan.
0: Yeah, they, they killed- went there with the intent, like, we're going to go steal their shit and if they're there, we'll just kill them too.
1: On no. Christmas. No, like, they went there. They, like, the, rob- the robbery was secondary. They went there to murder Ryan. Like, that was always their plan, is to kill Ryan. And then they just stole his shit afterwards. Because
0: they had the falling
1: out? You know, there's so many different, like... I don't know for sure, like what they were arguing about, but yeah, like they, they had gotten into it quite a few bad blood. It's just so stupid. And he was like, I was like, would you do that? He's like, I would be like, wait, you want to go do what? Uh, Let's not sit back down. (laughs) You're not (laughs) going to kill someone because you hit on the more productive way to
0: feel our anger. (laughs) Yeah, this is, that's not it. Bub. It's sort of the like batting range, you know, just they have oh. places where you can break things now, just break plates. You can throw axes. There's so many cool things you can do now instead of murder people. You're angry.
1: At. And I because it obviously like when he got Ryan got shot, it like knocked him out. So like he looked like he was dead and they didn't check any further. They're like, yep. But what yeah. I I was obsessed with reading about this and like what I've watched the interrogation video so many times. Cause I could not wrap my head around how they did not get him medical attention. Like it's I like looking well, at him. It just him
0: shows you how much lesser people are treated when they assume that you are the mm-hmm. murderer, you know, yeah, and, like you suddenly become a person without rights. And quite frankly, like if you are that person who has burned someone, I agree with that. But in this instance, they were wrong and that it sucks for
1: Ryan. It's one of those things, though, like we have the guilty until proven innocent for a reason. Like we have our. You mean feelings, innocent like, until proven guilty? Innocent until proven <laughs> guilty. <for a> reason. <laughs> I mean, sometimes well, I it mean, feels it like is, that, though. It is like that. And it's awful because even if he did, and I know, like, I'm going to get so much hate for saying this, like, even if he was the person to. Murder Heather, his interview was so all over the place. Like, why the hell was it not stopped? Like, why was it not stopped? Like, bro, you're not even making any sense. Like, let's get because no, they were out. just trying to like
0: coerce answers out of him, they
1: just yeah, wanted then, the
0: answers that they want, which is yeah. gross,
1: yeah. And like, w- dumbasses for them because a defense would have eaten that alive, like, that would have been horrific. On there, like, the case would have been gone because they'd have been like, you oh we have a confession uh you pulled out a confession of a guy with a brain injury yeah
0: who literally had a bullet in his brain while you were just trying to get answers out of
1: him and for him to be like oh if you got shot in the eye like you wouldn't be here like you are a police officer you should know like different calibers equal different things because when I first was telling my husband about it he was like he what happened I was like what was a 22 caliber he's like okay well that makes more sense like it makes more like But still him repeating like I was shot and he has like a hole through his nose and he's telling you he got shot in the eye that is completely black and blue and swollen shut. And you're still being like, nah,
0: no, 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 Like, did they think that she had done that? Like
1: she had just beat the shit out of him or something? They did. Oh, they like they assumed it was an altercation, but she didn't have any marks other than the
0: bullet, bullet bullet
1: wounds. So they were like, what the hell happened? And he was just wandering around the house, like confused when they
0: where up. did this happen? Do you say it was Tennessee? No, Phoenix, oh. Arizona, oh, Arizona, that's right. that's right. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that picture I had pulled up and I saw Tennessee. I' seen yeah, he oh, originally, that's
1: where like he originally was from Tennessee.
0: Ugh. oh, you know what? He has the same birthday as one of my kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now Aquarius. that I'm looking at it right now, <laughs> I was like, oh, Aquarius, interesting. oh. Weird, like Aquarius. uh
1: it's just awful. He must have felt called to this case. That's I did because so it was. It. Well, honestly, um, I have two cases coming up. One related to the Jeanette De Palma case, and then another one that, um, the prosecutor on the case' his daughter is someone I camp with, and it just came out this weekend. Like when we were camping, like, oh, have you ever heard about this case? And it's a huge case. Like it's a case I watched like documentaries about. So it's going to be kind of cool to hit it from that aspect. Yeah. But I was just, honestly, this, I watched so many random YouTube videos. The interrogation video came up on like my feed suggested. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, what in the hell? What's like, happening I was like, here? Yeah. And then, cause you can see the guy, the investigators like whole demeanor changes. He goes from like being so abrasive, like get your feet off my table to, being like uh we're gonna the ambulance is gonna be here we're gonna get you checked out bud and he's like why like Ryan is like why he's like well and he would not like he would not say if you've been shot because it's like you could see like the whole it's like you have that you know that when he realized that ryan was telling the truth and like he had been shot he was like fuck (laughs)
0: <laughs> i have just made a very big
1: mistake yeah the entire because i i do believe they were sued which rightfully rightfully so, so. Yeah. i want to sue the shit on them they're shit out of them there would be no phoenix arizona it would be called honey <laughs> arizona because arizona <laughs> i would own that entire fucking city Ugh and then like to murder heather just because she was there like she didn't even wake up she was asleep you could have just fucking left they did what you wanted and to me i think like a natural life sentence for something as cold and cruel and like not giving a shit is that because if you're gonna do that for nothing like what happens if you truly get pissed off of something about something that's like a big deal. Like, you're just going to do it again. I think it sucks too because these guys are, they were kids. Like, they
0: were literal children when this was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, and for what? Just, it's one of those cases. It's just like, for what?
1: And if he wouldn't have had Nothing. such a shitty dad, he could have been like, <laughs> talked out of it. Or like, no, man. Hey, we're not gonna do this. Let's go, like, get a
0: beer. Let's go do go literally anything else. Let's go bowling. <laughs> literally anything
1: else. Uh, I just can't imagine being in that house and like knowing, like, my like having the realization several times, like, she is dead. Like she was shot, and then it just kind of like fading in and out. Yeah, and
0: your brain can't comprehend that he's <laughs> just like she's just sleeping. I was just letting her sleep. Yeah, and like, he I didn't even realize how long he had been there, how long he had been awake.
1: No. Horrific. So, did they
0: determine what day she had been shot on? Because they were found on, like, the morning of, the like, 23rd. the 23rd. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, yeah. So, he'd been there for, like, four
1: days.
0: hmm Ugh. Mm-hmm. That sucks.
1: And you would think if this, depending on where the bone fragments were in his brain, he probably was experiencing seizures while he was there already. Yeah. But... It was the most like, because I can see the mindset. No one has been in the house, you know, like there's, you walk in, you see the guy, you see a girl, like who had been shot. It's like, okay, yeah, this is the guy who done it. Cut and, cut and dry, cut open dry and shut. Yeah. But I would think in the first like 30 minutes of the interview. Like even before he's talking about how he was shot, like the first 30 minutes of the interview where you could tell he has no idea what is going on to be like. And you just took all those pictures of his head and then he's like super yeah
0: hear it. You're like, let's get even just like a medic in here to
1: give you, yeah, it's like you a look over. 43 pictures of this guy's face. And again, we're going to post it because it is very evident that something horrific happened. And they're just like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Press on.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's like, you can't like, you can't do that. Even if he was the murderer, like you cannot conduct interviews like that. That is uh-uh. so negligent. And just like, eh, because what if it was just a fight and he had just brain damage and it had happened like a day or two ago and he could have, you know, uh, and to know for his parents did not realize, cause you see like, um, they have videos of him, like just on the stretcher, just, just, And you could tell he has no idea what is going on. And he's just kind of just sitting there, getting put into the ambulance. So he lost his ability to speak as well, or just had difficulties? No, it would be difficult. He had difficulties. Like the, and I'm not as familiar with it um, to give like a specific, but I do know that that part of the brain is responsible for how you understand and like uh, interpret language and things.
0: Mm, That's sad. It's It's very sad. sad. And his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. That sucks.
1: They posted a bunch of videos of like uh the different news stories that had covered it. And then because people were still watching I mean, like I said, I've I had stumbled across the interrogation video and people were still watching it up until I mean they still watch it, but up until um he passed away and the family did an update. Just to let everyone know. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Awful. Um We're going to take a minute for an ad, and then uh, just to get this image out of my face, and then I want to (laughs) hear about Riot Fest. Okay. Growing up, the
0: only money advice that I ever received was, cash is king, pay your bills, you'll build your credit. It wasn't until I was an adult that I walked into a car dealership and tried to buy a car with absolutely no credit and then had to leave still carless. that I figured maybe I should learn what my credit score was and how it worked. Imagine my surprise when I realized that there are actually more than 28 different FICO scores. Extra Credit from Credit.com is great because it gives you access to 28 of those scores, and you see what the lenders see. You can report your rent to the credit bureaus. You can report your utilities to TransUnion to help build your credit. There is the added perk of getting cash rewards on select personalized offers as well. I would never want anyone else to be in a situation where they realized that the rent that they had been paying for 5 years wasn't going toward their credit or that they didn't have any credit so their options were minimal for buying a car, a house or anything that they needed. To sign up for extra credit, go to credit.com/gruesome and get started there to sweeten the deal. You get the first seven days absolutely free. its four ninety nine a month plus tax after the free trial, but you can cancel anytime. Go check out Extra Credit today and start working on your credit goals. So you started oh. by seeing Taking Back Sunday? Well, actually, I got when I got there, I saw descendants. So I had cleaned some teeth that morning. Came home, picked up my husband, dropped the kids off, drove straight to Chicago. And it's about a three and a half hour drive from where I live. So it's mm-hmm. not too crazy. Drove straight to Chicago and then got our hotel, got an Uber, and went to the festival. Like literally walked in just nonstop all day. And we got there and Descendants were playing. So we caught the end of Descendants and then like 10 minutes after Descendants was over, Taking Back Sunday started. So I like went over and caught Taking Back Sunday. I took one picture that I sent to you <laughs> and my phone was about to die because I had been going nonstop all day. So I had to turn my phone off. So I had Did you no not charge it the whole way up there? I just didn't have my charger. It was like in my bag in the trunk. Oh my gosh. Rookie mistake. How did you get up there? Like how did your car, how do you drive with your... I had my husband's phone for like navigation, but I just I didn't have mine charge, which is not unusual. By the end of yeah, the day, my phone is normally almost dead. And it was. So I turned it off because I was like, we have to get an Uber back to the hotel when I leave here at yeah. 12 o'clock. And so I turned my phone off and I just stuck it in my pocket. We watched Taking Back Sunday. Then we saw Alkaline Trio. And then we saw MyChem, which is who we went to see. Like I bought these. Did we buy these in 2019 or 2020? 2020. The
1: beginning beginning of 2020 before everything. Maybe it was 2019, though. I feel like it was the end of 2019. I bought these tickets
0: with the intention to go to see MyChem and their reunion tour in 2020. And then it got postponed. And then it got postponed to this year. So I finally got to go and we got to see MyChem. And it was awesome. They were amazing. They were super thoughtful. Like This is a crowd that was like 40,000 people deep. I am not kidding you, even for a second. And every single one of them was belting every single word to every Mike M song they played. It was amazing. That's awesome. But the crowd crush was so crazy that... Like Gerard Way kept being like, okay, everybody, I need everybody to just like stop and take a few steps back, start at the back, take a few steps back until, so the people in the front here can like breathe because they were just getting like slammed. Yeah. It was crazy. I also
1: had tickets for Riot Fest. But the first year after they postponed the first year and then the next year, my chem wasn't going to be there and I gave up and I got refunds for
0: my <laughs> She got a refund.
1: I know. And I was just like, you know what? I already spent the money.
0: I want to see it. Like, we're going to go. And we went. It was awesome. And then the next day, um, Misfits played their uh, whole 40th anniversary album. They played the whole thing. And then Yellow Card also played their 20. Fifth or twentieth anniversary album, that was crazy. Misfits crowd was much bigger than Yellow Cards, (laughs) (laughs) which makes sense. I missed Foxy Shazam. Foxy Shazam played on Friday, and I really wanted to see them. I actually had tickets to go see them in Cleveland, and I couldn't go because it was my kid's birthday, and so I missed them then. And then I missed them this time too. Eventually, I'm gonna get around to see them.
1: I my all time favorite band since like school is taking back Sunday. I see them any chance that I get. And honestly, I paid all of the money for the tickets just to see them. I could (laughs) have went and just watched them.
0: We did um, getting out that night was like, just like a herd of animals, just like all walking like one step at a time, trying to like, you know, thousand thousands thousands of people trying to get out at one time. It was terrible so the next day there were uh, pretty much the first half of the day i was like yeah these are kind of like i don't need to see anything and we just walked around chicago it was beautiful all weekend the city was beautiful everyone was super cool i had a really nice time i got to eat a cronut which is always exciting for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) did I wanna know if anyone has ever, like any of our listeners went to that when we were young festival. Cause I kind of got fire festival vibes from it, which is why I didn't buy tickets. Cause at first my husband's like, yeah, dude, we'll go to Vegas. It's fine, whatever. But then I started, it was I was like, how are they making this work? This is too many van bands, not enough time. There's only this many days, something's not right. So I didn't buy tickets because I got like legit fire festival vibes. So if anyone has been to that, because I want to see 30 and plus former emo kids at a concert like i haven't been to one. it
0: in was so it was like an advertisement for hot topic i swear <laughs> to god it was like a giant walking hot topic advertisement it was awesome i loved it i wanted to go to the when we were young festival as well um and i don't know where they had it out there but i would if they have it again i would love to check it out
1: one day yeah they well they when they added the second weekend I was like wait a second maybe this is a real thing and then everything sold out and I'm like all right that ship has sailed I'm past he's in that
0: mean of Travis Barker and they're like um Travis Barker playing drums with every single band at when we were <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and he's just like sweating <laughs> uh that was uh that was true that would be true
1: Meg and I have created a tiny army of podcasters and we are obsessed with that. You know, we love to tell you all of the things that make our job as podcasters easier. So we couldn't not tell you about Soundstripe. The hardest thing for content creators can be finding the perfect soundtrack for your show. Soundstripe has royalty free music that is the perfect addition to any podcast, TikTok, YouTube channel, Twitch stream, Make your stories more powerful with stellar, royalty-free background music. Enjoy unlimited access, new music every week, and STEM files that are easily searched by mood, the use, or genre. There's over 8,000-plus songs composed by Grammy-winning artists. There are plans to fit every need starting at just $9.99 a month, including plans with unlimited commercial and client use. They even have sound effects if you just need that extra oomph to take your content to the next level. Don't get embarrassed by a copyright claim. Check out Soundstripe today. Use our special leak, zen.ai/gruesome-sound to access unlimited royalty-free music for your content. And be sure to use our promo code podcast at checkout to save 10% off of any subscription plan.
0: Riverside was great. It was a little a little bit of a shit show, but I think every festival kind of is cuz don't you remember nope. how Warped Tour used to be? It used to be like, wait, what is going on? And you're just like desperate for like an $8 bottle of water because you're mm-hmm. 19 and you think you can live and forever, but you can't, and suddenly you're sunburned and dehydrated. But nothing matters because you're in a mosh pit. On some occasions, covered in mud. <laughs> some occasions covered in mud. Some occasions just sitting on a corner Hoping someone throws away a half a bottle of water.
1: <laughs> I used to go to warp tour with like fifteen dollars.
0: Like yeah, for sure. Like you should have seen the merch lines. They put every merch line I ever stood in to shame. They were like a hundred people deep all the way down. It was nuts. I did get you a shirt though. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I wasn't going to ask because I knew it was like kind of crazy, but I'm so excited. Yeah, I did get you a shirt. Like there is, there, there are very few things in this world that bring me joy, like a good Taking Back Sunday t-shirt.
0: There, wa- there weren't a whole lot of options. Mainly, I don't even I think, care. There might have been more options, but like it was such a mess <laughs> that I didn't see any
1: of them. No, it I was just... my husband hates Taking Back Sunday. My oldest son, like he doesn't like them either, but it's just so nostalgic. <laughs> I don't like, dude. It's just so nostalgic to me. Like, I, I just love it. I think he kept saying
0: that this is. He kept saying like that front man's like the most emo Bon Jovi I've ever seen, (laughs) (laughs) and he really was like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was just like the moves and. The- i dated a guy in high school who thought he was out of lazara and i think that was the only lure i had to him was because like <laughs> he was in a little band too and like he would do the mic swing and i was like oh yeah store brand out lazara coming home with me <laughs> <laughs> store brand <laughs> oh
0: man they they were fun uh, towards the end um it kinda like i kinda I kind of got vibes that like Adam was a little like drunky, which not surprising, but like he was kind of getting loosey goosey there at the end, and like John Nolan like had a visible uh, kind of annoyance on his face, and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna end well for them, but their guitars didn't show up, so they used my Ken's guitars, and that was kind of cool, too. He did show up, that's wild
1: no that they're wonder-
0: gu- no they're like actual guitars like their guitars were supposed to meet them in chicago not their oh. their actual like instruments oh. and they didn't so they used um they borrowed frank and ray's guitars man right. that's
1: so wild i just i love concerts i i miss a good old sweaty warp tour
0: honestly i do too there are some but then like i was at this one this weekend and i was like i'm getting too old
1: for this shit (laughs) uh, i was talking to my son about warp tour and talking about like how cool it was because my oldest is relive the glory days (laughs) he is obsessed with blink 182 and i had to You know, we were talking about like Mark's cancer diagnosis. And I was like, hey, he's cancer free. They're talking about, you know, like they're bringing Tom back in. They're having some conversations. He's like, do you think they're going to go on tour? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's like, do you think they're going to have another album? I was like, I hope so. And then he made me promise him. He's like, promise me no matter where they come in the United States, if they go, like if they have a show, we'll go. And I was like, "Okay, I promise. Let's do it. And then I was talking about Warped Tour and how cool it used to be. And he's like, do you think you could do that now? And I was like, no, I need like, absolutely. It not. starts with <laughs> a camelback full of water. Like, there's no way.
0: There were a lot of people with camelbacks there, actually. Now that you mentioned it, I kept seeing it. And I, the first one I saw, I was like, damn, that's a great idea. And mm-hmm. like the second we got into our spot, because we did, I did end up like wiggling our way into a pretty good spot um, towards the front. But the second we were, like, planted, I looked back at my husband, and he was like, I'm really thirsty. Should I go get a water? And I was like, and I didn't realize that he had never been to a festival like this. And I was like, no, we're here for the rest of the night. If you leave, you're not getting the spot back. Like, we're not going to see my from this close if you leave.
1: You're so- not. They, you said they had, like, VIP was, like, all the way up front. And they had a second section for, like, the commoners. Yeah, it was kind of baloney
0: but it was like the very front in front of the stage was like your vip and then they had like a deluxe vip which is kind of in the middle and honestly it was super empty it was like i saw that in the picture that you sent. there wasn't very yeah many- it was there was like no one in there and even for my Kim there really wasn't and i was like this feels like a waste of space because there was another deluxe area kind of towards the side of the stage that they could stand and they had a better view there um But yeah, that was kind of a bummer. Actually, the dude standing next to me um, on the rail jumped on it and was like, "Ah, doing a thing for the band," and he fell off of it into the deluxe side. And a security came up. It was really funny. I laughed. He climbed back up and he was just like, "My bad, my bad." Do people still crowd surf? Oh hell yeah! They were going nuts. There was so much crowd surfing. There were pits. There were there was everything. There was an inflatable mosh pit dinosaur dancing we in every that, that. single pit all weekend they were great
1: i used to i think about how we used to mosh like not mosh pit. we used to like crowd surf and, i mean we did that too but like we used to crowd surf in skirts and now i'm like the mom of a daughter and i'm like
0: oh <laughs> i have this very vivid memory we went to this one local show And you probably remember it. We were all crowd surfing. Everyone was doing it, like jumping off the stage and like crowd surfing the tiny crowd. And I was the last one to go. And everyone just like stopped, like being like, nope, no one catcher. And one dude caught me like by my shoulders and like before my face hit the (laughs) cement. And I think about that all the time. Like that guy saved my life. Or at least my teeth. teeth. Yeah. (laughs) We could have been matching,
1: matchy matchy. <laughs> what a thing! Just some money on braces. And
0: I honestly have not crowd surfed since that happened because I was like, "Never again. I'm done."
1: I haven't crowd surfed crowd. I haven't crowdsurfed since Avenged Sevenfold at Warp Tour. <laughs> like hell yeah, that that was a sick show. That was like Avenged in their prime too. Yeah, it was. Oh my god, I'm just like so nostalgic right now, and I wish I would have been there. But, like, also, I slept really well this weekend. So
0: <laughs> honestly, I did too, because I went to a hotel. I didn't have any kids waking me up. No one like sneaking in my bed and like taking my spot. i was it was pretty awesome. Actually, we had a room with two beds in it, and we each got each our some- own bed, yes, yeah, every way to time. Do it. That's and I was to do like, it. I don't know who decided that we should sleep in one bed together, but I vote we get our own beds. They can be in the same
1: room. <laughs> no, I am 100% like 100% for when my husband and I get old, we're going to have separate bedrooms. I'm like, let's get bunk beds. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I love sleeping by myself. Like he's gone away for the weekend this weekend for some like Boy Scout thing, like just man scouts because it's for the leaders or whatever and i am most excited that i have the house to myself like it's gonna be so quiet i'm just gonna like sleep why i'm just gonna that. do nothing i say like i'm gonna sleep up with myself but i know my daughter will be in bed with us because <laughs> co-sleeping you know it never <laughs> stops no it doesn't just little gaps in between but they're gonna be our babies are uh Megan's youngest turned four and mine's about to turn four this weekend, so there's six days <laughs> apart. I know it's pretty crazy.
0: Mine got in trouble today at her little school for not using not having an inside voice, which she doesn't. So that's
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. She's well, a, she's she yelling. Has such a pretty. sweet
0: voice though. She's just I know. sweet. We, uh, went in to talk to her teacher and her teacher was like, I think I'm gonna, it's gonna be hard for me to not say, oh, every time you talk. And I was like, give it a few days. <laughs> it will shift. And then now she's like, Hey, quiet the fuck down, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which same, honestly, like I was gone. I had a really long day. I was like seven to seven today. And when I got home. They were already screaming. I was already like, no, <laughs> this day will never end.
1: My my daughter is con- like constantly getting in trouble at school. And she's so like proud of it. She's like, I lost some of my recess today. I wasn't listening. Can I go get a snack? <laughs> and I'm like,
0: <laughs> I guess, you know, I mean, at least it doesn't on. bother her. At least she's not like dwelling on that. You know, she's not like. No. But it's no. almost
1: worse because she doesn't even give a shit. She's like, ah,
0: <laughs> whatever. They're right? I wasn't listening. <laughs> She's owning like, up to her mistakes, and that's something sure. that I even have a hard time doing now.
1: You know, I just tell her every day. I tell all the kids before they leave the house or leave the car. I'm like, make good choices. <laughs> like to the point of my oldest hates it. I'm like, make good choices. He's like, I will, mom. you know what maybe no one was
0: saying anything that needed she needed to listen to she she felt that she's just like make good choices okay my choice is to my choices are good choices all
1: of them (laughs) yeah and i'm like what did you learn today she's like everything and i'm like okay (laughs) well that's fine talk tomorrow have a nice day my husband was talking about how my oldest tells him secrets and the look on his face when I told him, Oh, that's fine. Cause our daughter's gonna tell me all her secrets one day and I'm not gonna tell you. And then he wanted to be a fountain and like tell me all my oldest secrets. And I was just like, Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself.
0: <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm glad like he was trying to leverage the secrets now for the secrets later. Yeah, not like, happening,
1: bro. No, I'm a, I mean, I'm gonna tell Megan. <laughs> she don't know. <laughs> she's gonna know what's going on but no one else i
0: just because I am a fan of all tea be it from 12 year old girls or like 30 year old girls <laughs> Whoever, whoever's got it I'm willing to listen I'm like yeah go on yeah what like tell happens? me your tea <laughs> tell me everything that's going on in your life speaking and speaking the- of tea what did the people ask
1: for next week oh um I have them all screenshot so I'll have to go through it there were like quite a few like smaller cases, but there's a lot of requests for like bigger cases. Um I'm going to say this again a million times over. We will never cover the Hello Kitty case. It's never going to happen. Um that was requested quite a bit. Yeah, we've gotten several emails about it as well.
0: It's just not yeah. one that we would like to cover.
1: Yeah, uh the be- the <laughs> um <laughs> we got a couple requests for the, the the case the true crime case of me getting staffed
0: maybe we'll open with that or
1: something maybe that'll be a bonus episode on patreon sometimes there's really not much to it where do it go? okay so it's not let me filter through i can't figure this out i'll find them. <laughs> i had saved them so oh okay We'll talk later. Um, I guess you guys will hear it next week, so it won't matter. Yeah, most people requested that we covered a case together, and then there were 15 that said, nah, I'll pass. So I don't <laughs> know what you we're going to do going You have to listen next week then. We like covering cases together. It's romantic. Right. It's like a date night. We love it. We love it. <laughs> well, on that note, before someone's like, you guys talk too much, we know. But we haven't seen each other, and you guys are getting the brunt of Meg was gone all weekend and didn't really have her phone, so I didn't get to talk to her very much.
0: I did buy cool checkered pants, though.
1: <gasps> you bought them or you wore them? Because I thought you oh, had Oh, cool I che- bought them. Did I have striped have- pants. Oh, I couldn't remember what you wore in California because you had cool pants there, too. I have a plethora of cool pants. <laughs> I saw this TikTok today, or Reel, or whatever it was. And I couldn't figure out how to save a reel, which I don't think you can. I don't know. But it was, you'll never see two best friends with the same aesthetic. And the girl was in like this white bodysuit with like high-waisted pants and like heels. And then the other girl looked like she walked out of a Hot Topic modeling call. And I was like, I shared it to my stories. I was like, it's me and Meg. <laughs>
0: there we are. So us. There we are. It's true. All right, we can go. All right, I'll talk (laughs) to you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Gruesome Horrific True Crime, a Zencaster-powered podcast. Seriously, we wouldn't be here without them. Zencaster is simple to use and makes it easy to edit your own podcast. Zencaster gives you automatic, high-quality post-production sound, transcription, and HD video recordings of all of your episodes. If you want to start a podcast, and we think you should, click the link in the show notes or at our website and use the code GRUESOME with a capital G for 30% off
1: your first three months. We love you, beautiful strangers. And if you love us too, here are some ways that you can support Gruesome. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or a five-star rating on Spotify. This helps other true crime connoisseurs find us. Follow us at Gruesome Podcast on Instagram or TikTok and talk to us on our posts. Join the Patreon. Sign up to join our True
0: Crime Sticker of the Month Club and gain access to bonus episodes and exclusive Patreon perks. Or if a one time donation is more your thing, we have a Venmo at Gruesome Podcast and a PayPal via our email, GruesomePodcast
1: at gmail.com. Speaking of which, We love hearing from you. It seriously makes our whole life. So send us your questions, comments, suggestions, or just ask our opinion on whether that person you met on Tinder is a serial killer or not. Tune in next week.
0: And don't forget, lock your windows, lock your doors. And on Wednesdays, we're We're gruesome. Bye. Bye. (laughs)